Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning. Good morning. Haven't got Jimmy in here yet. Not yet, no. Uh, He'll be busting through the door here any second. Couple of things we need to get out right away. We've got these four packs of tickets for the Taboo Naughty But Nice show. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's happening uh, this coming weekend. And everybody who wins one of these four packs with us also qualifies for a $250 shopping spree at the at the uh, the Edmonton Expo show. Right. Okay. So we're going to do this all week just after 7 a.m. We took five videos of Jimmy stripping and we posted them on our Twitter. So my Twitter, Grant's Twitter, Jimmy's Twitter. Okay. Uh, don't read the post because it'll it's just confuse you. Spell wrong and random things capitalized. I left it up to Jimmy to post it and I went and read it. I was just like, oh God, we're going to have to <laughs> spend the whole week explaining this what contest. So it, it's simple though. Watch the video, pay attention to the song, know the song just after seven for a chance to win. Okay. It's as simple as that. Yeah. All right. Um, also, I'm looking forward to this. Grant wrote a Jimmy Sheets himself poem yep. that Jimmy has to read. And Jimmy wrote Grant's Grant report today that Grant has to read. So you're going to send it to me right before I do it at 730. I won't get a proofread or anything. I'll just have to try to decipher whatever he's written. Read it cold. (laughs) Both are brilliant, by the way, because I've read yours and I've read Jimmy's. Um, And yeah, very happy with this decision to do this. What's another word for uh, sluttiest? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You okay? U- Uber sexual? I don't know. No. Um, whorish? I guess. Just, that's a little harsh on the ears. No? It is, yeah. So we'll we'll go whorish. They say trampy? Tra- tra- oh. Trampy's probably tra- better. Okay, okay, Trampy's good. Quick Google, that's what right. came up. We're going to get into a list that was put together by women about the trampiest men. Okay. Okay. Like traits. Yeah. Get into that next. Saw this list. It was a uh, a thread that women were sharing on the weekend, and they were adding to it. So I, I took, I don't know, I, 10, 12 or something. There's, there's one on here that I don't know what the hell it is. Okay. I put it at the bottom, and maybe you guys, well... I don't know if you guys will know, but maybe somebody listening will understand what the hell they're talking about. So basically what the list is, it's it's a list of the trampiest things that men can do. Mm-hmm. Okay? So Grant will rattle through them here. Take a pottery class. 
<laughs> order appetizers at so, dinner. So that's women perceive that as 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 men being um, trampy. I yeah, I don't know if this is like what if they're meaning this is attractive to them, like. Oh, this is so trampy. Some of it makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. Knows how to cook. <laughs> uh, they're a major in English. That one's funny. <laughs> Work as a barista. Uh, B6 foot four. <laughs> Listen to Harry Styles. Harry Styles, apparently. Yeah. You have a thigh tattoo with a porn stash combo. Okay. Uh, you play an instrument. Totally tramp. Call himself Silly Goose. Washes their bed sheets at least once a week. Okay, the one that I didn't get was this last one here. Knows his big three. That's um, your placements. You're a rising Scorpio sun and oh, I did. I had no idea. An Aries moon, whatever that like. It's your horoscope. Oh, it's yeah. astrological. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I, I had to look it up, but that's what it is. So I think it's your birth charts. Your so this is, I think, women who um, who are listing things that men do just in an attempt to try to secure some sort of to affection make, from the opposite make sex. Make themselves more attractive and taking pottery classes. <laughs> it's funny because that's what, like, Seth Rogen does pottery now, right? And I always see women, like, very into it. Into the fact that into he's the fact into that pot- he like in his spare time makes pottery and Jimmy you should start taking a pottery class. <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So this is Dave Chappelle. He hosted Saturday Night Live on Saturday this past weekend. And this is uh, like two minutes of a 15-minute piece he did at the front end. And it's his take on Trump. So have a listen. A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular. But I I get it because I hear it every day. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. He's from Ohio. (laughs) Well, I'm not joking right now. He's an honest liar. That first debate... That first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. (laughs) And across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as he suggests, what would be your evidence? Remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. I said, damn. <laughs> then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card and chopped a line of cocaine up and then right into the podium. Brilliant. No one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. (laughs) And then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't. Because your friends and your donors, 
enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. <laughs> no one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing. Inside that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. <laughs> That's his take on Trump from Saturday. He's just so smart. Oh, my God. Uh, There's quite a bit of his uh, routine and Mm -hmm. a couple of skits that he did. He did a really funny take on uh, uh, Game of Thrones or... House of Dragon. House or of Dragon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's floating around on on the uh, the old interweb as well. Or in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. There's people out there that just love Christmas. They love it so much that they 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 just they can't get enough of it. November twelfth, they're got the Christmas music on full time. Ron's that guy too that spent the whole weekend decorating his yard. Mm-hmm. Right. We you put know. our tree up, but yeah, I can't oh, do the Christmas music. You did the tree already? We did the tree on Saturday. Yeah. I'm not doing lights this year. I'm going to do... We're going to go to Canadian Tire and buy one of those things you just plop in the front yard. <laughs> like the floodlight thing? No. I don't know what... One of those blow-up things? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, something like <laughs> but, that. But you have, to, you have to... F- fence it off or at least i know in my neighborhood they fence it off because people I don't will steal live, it i don't live in yeah, your he doesn't live in your neighborhood jimmy i'll be fine uh, you can get the 12 foot santa claus at canadian tire for like 100 bucks so <laughs> that's what i'm gonna get so anyway ron sent us a note and said hey guys love the show but i i need to i need to listen i need my dose of christmas music so He's going to one of the 14 stations playing Christmas music nonstop. Yeah. Um, so I thought we would give him, like, a sign-off. And I'm the music director here at 95.7 Cruise FM, and I get these things. I have never seen anything like it. This year, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their dog has a Christmas song. So this is a bit of uh, the one that I got this morning. Just came in from Big Hammer Music. And hanging lights, kids on the porch singing silent night. This is good. I showed Grant a picture of of Johnny Dan. <laughs> worst, worst toupee I've ever seen. A house full of people who love me. It looks like a hat. It looks like a bad hat. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Three, two. The locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mini. Me It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did Aaron and Newfie Chris want you to watch this weekend? All Quiet on the Western Front. Interesting take on this one, right? Because it's 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 German. through the it's through the eyes of the of the German soldiers. So what? Uh, World War One. World War One. So you know they like, it focused around this one young guy who was too young to join the war, but he he forged his dad's signature to get in. Okay, and it just shows a totally different side 
of the war altogether, and they thought they were doing the right thing following the Germans. But, like, the Allied troops, like, especially the French, like, the way they portrayed it, they were brutal, using mustard gas and sneaking up on their trenches and flamethrowering people and just burning people to death. Like, it was an insane movie. It was very, very graphic, yeah. very the, the, violent. In World War One, the Canadians were notorious for um, sneaking into trenches at night and, like, killing everyone. Like the Canadians yeah. had a had a were known for that. They the, were the guys that would the, dress the up. The thing and, about war is, uh, you, you you're killing people. Yeah. So you're trying to kill I, more. I've always more people than they kill. I've always struggled with that. Right when you're on one side or the other, because it's 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 difficult to justify that yeah. act. But, right, regardless of of what your your moral stance is uh, for getting into but, it, but this was very historically correct. Like there was a lot of, a lot of the stuff that went on in this. Like uh, after World War One, uh, they signed uh, the like the Geneva Convention, or there was rules of war which you couldn't use mustard gas, and there was a bunch of things that yeah. were used in this movie. Well, and and, and and countries all over the world break those rules all yeah. the time, right? But like. Yeah. So it followed this kid all Ukraine the way through. Right They're breaking all yeah. those rules. Here. Him and his buddy, they call an armistice. They're on their way home, and they basically die on the way home. Like it, it's, and then like they go. Or one guy goes back to the, makes it back to the base, and the day before the armistice, the general says, "Okay, one more battle. Go out there," and huh. They, all, they both died? Yeah. Oh, good. Happy ending then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It good was. Lord. Did you watch it dubbed over English or did you read the subtitles? Oh, no. I would have got lost if I re- did the subtitles. I did the dubbed over English. And But the thing is, though, is is it jumped back and forth where you were seeing the, the Brits and Americans talking, like preparing for the Treaty of Versailles, the one that they signed yeah. here, and, and then the English and then the German soldiers. So... It was an easy transition. I I enjoyed it. It was What it was, was the um what was the rating? What you what what did you give it? I gave it a 5. I thought about watching that this weekend actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend it, especially if you're a little bit of a history buff and you and you like the war movies. The war movies and stuff like that. It's very graphic. It's quite interesting, right? That it's it's the take from the German side. Yeah. yeah like yeah. The one part that was really brutal at the end is basically like when the general says, "Okay, one more last battle," and people were like, "No, no, you know, I've done done my war." They were taken out back and shot. Like if they didn't do what the general said, they, you were executed right there on spot. Brutal. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, five buttered cobs of corn and yeah. uh, a quiet, all quiet on the Western Front. Is is the movie? It just went up on Netflix, I think, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, too. it's really good. I've heard Actually, more than a couple of people talking about Rotten it. Rotten Tomatoes, they it's ninety two. Okay, there you go. Yep. All right, you're in. You're you're simpatico with Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it was a well got done movie. <laughs> All right. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So this one was written by James P. White. 
I am just looking at it for the first time. A new study was just released as to why the millennials are the worst generation. The expectation of the preceding generation is to do better than the previous generation. Generation X found found Google, Amazon, SpaceX, Tesla. On top of that, you have artists like Celine Dion, Kurt Cobain, Will Smith, Chef Ramsey, and Robert Downey Jr. Generation Xers are described as resourceful, independent, and maintaining work-life balance. Millennials found YouTube, Facebook, private gyms. Millennials have Mark Zuckerberg, Mike Krieger, the creator of Instagram, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Beyonce. Millennials are described by prioritizing friendships over work. They require meaningful motivation. They know everything about technology and have a tendency to blame others. Millennials must tell everyone what they do when they do anything, hence the success of social media platforms, and very judgmental. Millennials do millennials of the world. It is time to take make ourselves better if we are to improve upon or be better than Gen Xers. The Grant Report is brought to you by Glory Hole Tours. Family Day, use the promo code Grant and bring your own family on the tour. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Jimmy Roder at all. Time now for another four from Jimmy Sheetop on the locker room. So this poem is written by Grant, and I'm just reading it now. To be clean is to be like God. If you smell like ass, he will treat you as odd. Cleanliness is the next to godliness, which makes James P. White his royal sloppiness. <laughs> Put your garbage in the bin. If you don't, James... That's a sin. In the shower, I wash with dish soap. Only cause while looking for love, I lost all hope. If cleanliness is next to godliness, then I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I hope the devil doesn't mind the smell. Also, I pound, uh, pound off on the bus every morning. The rhyming was good at the beginning, and then it just <laughs> sort of fell apart there at the end. And now, another world-famous locker room Twitter poll. I don't think we're as as angry about the mask as we were. Or, or am I wrong on that? I don't know. They just banned it from schools, right, in Alberta. Did that pass, or is that just... I'm pretty sure that passed, where they can never put it in again. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, is the general pub... Okay, there's the political side of it. Mm-hmm. Is the general public as mad about masks? I don't think so. I think... That's, I think that's my point. I think the majority of people are like, do whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Right? Like, there's going to be people that are mad... That you're wearing a mask, and there's going to be people, people mad that you're not wearing a mask. But I think, I think the overall population, I think there's less would say do what you're comfortable with. Yeah, I think there's less anger revolving around the whole situation, though. So there's talk about it be, again because, like well, in Ontario, Doug Ford's saying he might put the mandate back in and stuff. 
I don't know if they should. That, that and again, I'm not. I'm not an anti-masker. I just. I don't believe the mandates are effective. I think that's how you can. You'll. You'll get everybody's temperature up because even if you are okay with wearing the mask, a lot of times if you're being told to do something, um, people react a certain way. Like so, people weren't that didn't want to wear a mask weren't wearing them properly anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so why mandate it? So the Twitter poll was: Are you going to start wearing a mask again that you put out there? And um, guess yes. guess what? Guess what? I I know I know there was some people that were still wearing a mask. Thank you for pointing <laughs> it out. So nine hundred times in the comments. <laughs> I never yeah. stopped. I never stopped. I. What do you mean? I never stopped. Yeah, you did. We all did. <laughs> um, so are you going to start wearing a mask again? In third place, only a Theron Flurry wears one with 7% of the vote. <laughs> no was in second with 32%. And yes, I will start wearing a mask again is the winner. And at, there's 10 minutes left at 59.7%. Yeah, the uh, the hospitals are pretty busy right now, and that's mm-hmm. not a political thing. Um, there's, and again, I think with everybody staying home for two years with COVID, mm-hmm. with COVID being a, a thing, right? Uh, I think the virus just went. All right, you want to give me a little bit of time? Yeah. Guess what I'm going to do? Wham! <laughs> Came back with a vengeance, right? <laughs> yeah. So the hospitals are filled up with people. You can't get cold sick. medicine for kids. There's just a bunch of stuff that has sort of played into this yeah. and, and and sort of exasperated the whole thing. I know the reason why I actually brought it up is because my wife, who you know, we've moved, and now she's on the LRT. And she's like, we were walking to the LRT to go to the pub on Saturday. And um, she's like, did you bring a mask? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, are you wearing a mask? She's like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask on the LRT. And there was actually quite a few people so, on the LRT. It was only Saturday. Yeah. Right. But there was in our car, there was, I'd say 10. Well, there's around 10 people in the, our car. And yeah. I'd say five of them had masks. It's probably I'd, not a bad time I'd say on about, transit anyways. I'd say about a third of the people on, my bu- on the bus when I come in in the morning still wear a mask. I don't think it's an awful idea. Because they're all criminals. If I <laughs> if I see somebody with a mask on, I, yeah, don't, get, I, don't, I don't get angry. No, why would you? That's crazy. But, yeah, and I don't. You know, I'm not going to call them out or whatever. Like, if you because maybe there's a reason too, right? Maybe you mm-hmm. have a you're immune compromised and you're trying to you know somebody those, in your life. Those same people shouldn't be bragging on you if you don't as well. No, we we know that both sides need to just. If there is, I'm suggesting that I think it's less tension revolving around the mask mm-hmm. conversation. I yeah. just, I, I think, think there's less judgment. There's still going to be that guy that never wore his seatbelt, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're never going to get a who fought wearing the seatbelt. And- yeah, yeah, who may have actually died before actually wearing his seatbelt, mm-hmm. right? There's always those guys. Always. Or, yeah. Or yeah. the guys try to still smoking in the bathroom at a restaurant. Because yes. They well, remember do- that guy we were talking about, the guy that uh, that gave us, he phoned and legitimately said, I, I smoke on every flight. Yeah. And then explained how he did it. He blows it into the toilet and flushes <laughs> well, at the same time. <laughs> he gets down on his hands and knees <laughs> in, the, in the airport shitter, <laughs> cracks the lid a little bit. 
has it, lights a cigarette, and holds, just holds his head in the toilet. No, holds the button on the flusher <laughs> just <laughs> enough to suck air. <laughs> uh, and has a smoke on every flight. Yeah. <laughs> There's always going to be that guy. The World Cup is starting soon, right? This week, yeah, isn't it? Next week, I believe. Okay. Or this weekend, maybe. It might be starting Sunday. I think it's starting Sunday. Yeah, November 20th. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember making a mental note that it was the same day as the Grey Cup. I don't think Canada plays. I don't think Canada plays in, until like a day or two into the tournament. I don't believe they're, they're kicking off the tournament on the, on the 20th. Their first game is Wednesday. Okay, against yeah. Belgium. There you go. So um, it's in Qatar, and I guess it, you can't drink in Qatar, right? Like that's a so, thing. Yeah, you can't walk around with alcohol. You can't. It's very be different. drunk in public. Um, so, but they have said for the World Cup, um, they will have some alcohol sales because they said they said drinking, you know, alcohol isn't in our culture, but hospitality is. So people come in here, we want them to feel comfortable, but there's going to be some rules. So like for the games, um, they're gonna you can drink three hours before and an hour after, but during the match they're not selling any booze. <laughs> they're not selling any booze during the game. <laughs> and like you, you can buy it at your hotel, you can buy it at licensed bars, but yeah, you can't walk around and drink. Yeah, um, this, I, I think it's going to be pretty strict. You on can it. only get Budweiser too, from what I was. Is reading. that a thing? Yeah. Like because Budweiser is a sponsor of the tournament, so mm. so they're gonna cash in there. Yeah, well, and I was reading they've had to basically fill the island with booze because they don't really have any booze on. They don't have any booze. Yeah, so they had to like haul in all this all this booze. And um, can you quite- imagine? Like, let's just say you're a massive soccer fan, mm-hmm. okay, and you didn't know about Qatar. You have no idea. You're like you you live in the Jimmy Bubble. Yeah. And you get your tickets, and you're all excited, and you're going to cheer for your team, and you get on the plane, and you hit the ground, and you find out you can't drink at the games. <laughs> the whole time you're there, you're going to be sober. But I go home. <laughs> but on good news, at least here, the bars are open early, so that we. That's could, right. Yeah. We're we're actually loosening yeah. restrictions in Canada, so people can go get drunk. Well, and it's the game. it's funny how different it is. Like so, in Qatar, they're being all strict on it. That Germany um, NFL game yesterday, the Buccaneers and the Seahawks, the Seahawks. Yeah, the fans in the stands, the beers they sell at the games were pitchers. So everyone had a pitcher of beer they were drinking. They were the from. size of Jimmy's head. <laughs> and probably $2. <laughs> yeah. Very different around the world yeah. how we handle alcohol. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. There's two types of men out there, right? Okay. Um, And, and there's... Listen, I, I'm... I'm going to point out the extremes here, okay? And there's going to be some gray area, but I think you can you can sort of separate men into two different piles, mm-hmm. okay? You can sort of you can put one pile over here where okay, and and this is specifically referring to men and how they interact with the opposite sex in a in a relationship, right? There's guys out there that um will learn from their mistakes. And when I say learn from their mistakes, they learn what their partner likes and doesn't like, and they will adjust their way of thinking. 
mm-hmm. and their approach to the, the those things that the wife or girlfriend doesn't like. Okay. Okay. And maybe it's not significant, but it's it might be minimal. But they do go. Oh, okay. She really doesn't like it when I leave the toilet seat up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make an effort here, and they'll they'll actually go. All right. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to put the toilet seat down. Might not happen all the time, but they actually go, okay, this bothers her. I'm going to try. Yeah. Then there's 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 another pile of men out there that it doesn't matter how mad or what impact it has on that relationship. They're not changing. They won't do it. They will not do mm-hmm. it. They won't give in. I think Tom's that guy. Tom Brady will yes. not give in. Yeah, and here's why I think that. Because when I found out that he made a decision to not retire without telling Giselle, yeah. I was like, okay, that's... That's, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. To, that's pretty egregious. To make a decision that huge, like to tell her, hey, I'm, I'm going to retire, spend time with the family, and then... 40 days later, unretire and not, not even. even run it by your wife. <laughs> no, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to miss the game too much. I need to play. And just, just to announce it on your Instagram. Yeah. He did not. And that's apparently that's true. Mm-hmm. He did not actually talk to her. But okay, then the divorce happens, the separation, they've split up, right? And there was the speculation that he missed training camp with the Bucks this year yeah. because they were uh, working on the relationship, okay? And I thought, all right, do you think it was just that? That's pretty bad, but do you think, I think there was more to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have a feeling that maybe this was also part of it. <laughs> so he was a part of that um, uh, FTX crypto company. Sam Bankman Freed, yeah. who lost his entire $16 billion fortune yeah. um, when his company went under uh, a couple weeks ago. On Friday, actually, sorry. So so Tom was Chapter a 11 major, major uh, shareholder in that. Yeah, so he they gave him some are saying two hundred and fifty plus million. Really? Yeah. So his net worth with Giselle was over six hundred million dollars. Yeah. The two of them combined. Um Yeah. So they're saying he's losing a ton of money, Tom Brady. He might be broke. So is Giselle. You he, think it's that much? He, I there's rumors that it was two hundred mil plus <laughs> that he had in and it went to zero. It was, like it's it's done. Yeah, the company's done. It was a um, thirty-two billion dollar company that went under. They lost everything. And um, Steph Curry also lost a bunch. And Kevin O'Leary, Mister Wonderful, lost a bunch. Ah, <laughs> couldn't happen to nice people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I again. I don't have, I've never had money. I don't yeah. have money. But I will say this if you ever have money, mm-hmm. you might not want to put the whole nut on one thing. Well, there's players in the NFL say. that are taking their salary in, in like Bitcoin and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a mistake on a number of levels. Jimmy, hang on to your cash. <laughs> okay. Bury it in the backyard, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't put it into crypto. Buy the dip. Buy the dip. <laughs> the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So I went looking for Yellowstone last night. Yeah. Um, and uh, it didn't show up. I'm like, oh, what's, what's going on? And then I hit, um, I hit the record thing. 
And then I went and looked into the thing to see when it was because rec- I thought, well, maybe it's like dropping at nine tonight or something, right? But there's no there's no record things in the future. So I've always found it weird trying to find um, this show because I was like, so I thought it was an Amazon show and it's Paramount, but some of it was on Netflix. Like, yeah. Um, so it's on Crave. Yeah. Like if you just yell at the yell at your remote. <laughs> You got to yell. Um, so it comes up on Crave. Season five started last night, and a lot of people couldn't watch it. And they're saying season five airs exclusively on the Paramount Network. Okay. So the channel, not Paramount Plus, the streaming. And so they're saying in Canada, we can't really, unless you have the Paramount Network, um, you're going to have to purchase individual episodes on Prime or Apple TV. Is Lord what God saying. gives rain. And a little luck, and we'll do the rest. Amen. <laughs> they said eventually it'll be streamed on Peacock, which we don't have here. But, so maybe they'll be some stuff, maybe they'll do Crave. The Crave, yeah. I yeah. was gonna say some of that Hulu, Peacock. There's about nine of them that they show up on Crave. You know what I am watching, and um, I am actually really, really enjoying it. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> is uh, the 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 Nando's the Star Wars? Oh yeah, you're you're into that now. Oh, you got um, into that? Yeah, I'm full in. Well, it makes it I'm easier when you have the podcast too, like Jimmy's podcast to I'm watch. Li- I'm a little behind each on episode. The, I'm a little behind on the podcast. <laughs> like like about a year behind. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's. Here's the thing, Grant said it best. Um, he said it last week. He was like, "Jimmy's ruining Star Wars for me," and, and kind of because he's so obsessed with it mm-hmm. that we don't trust his opinion when a new when something new comes up because he just automatically loves he's gonna it. love oh it. God, it's, it's like going to a restaurant with Jimmy. Yes. It's always the greatest food he's ever had. Yes. You'll never get because, an actual... Because it's warm. It's warm, and yes. especially if it's free. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, so it, he's not trustworthy, but somebody that I know that's not a Star Wars nerd said, no, 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 it's Watch really it. good. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm fully so in. I've said this before about that show, is it's made for nerds and non-nerds, because the nerds lose their mind on the Easter eggs and the little things that come out. Yeah. And then... The acting in this one is the best acting I've seen hands down in any of these Star Wars <laughs> series that have come out. I agree. Yeah. It's 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 the best acting. I totally agree with you there. Like who was it in the Mandalorian, the the wrestler? The uh, what's her name? The one that got fired. Oh, um children to continue. She was his like sidekick. She was in the UFC. What's her name? Gina Carano. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was awful. Like I like. She's never been good in acting in any was, of her movies. She was unbelievably bad, yeah. and it was it was so hard to watch. And there was always been a couple of characters in these Star Wars shows where I'm like, bad acting. I can't buy even the the Mexican Jedi Obi Wan. Yeah, you didn't like the you didn't like the lady Sith. Well, no, I and it didn't like she, him. And I'm a fan of him. He's got a smirk he behind. No, he's got a smirk behind his face, like almost like I can't believe <laughs> I was in one of the best independent movies released of all time, and now I'm I'm Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Yeah, with a Scottish accent. Does your wife watch Yellowstone with you? There was a conversation about 
the two of us watching that together. Mm-hmm. And she was a little bit annoyed because by the time it was on her radar, I think it was like two or three episodes or seasons in. Right. Um, but no, I don't know if she would have lasted in that. Because, yeah, I was going to say, you both watch This Is Us, and they seem kind of okay, similar. Listen, <laughs> I don't know why I tell you some things. <laughs> we watched maybe half of that first season and both of us pulled the pin on it. <laughs> we were trying to find a show to watch together. Yeah. That and this we is did us. not it was, it was the choice. How many seasons in is that now? <laughs> I don't I can't know. believe that's still on the air to be honest. Okay, we're calling Laura from JT's Bar and Grill. We're gonna be there this Sunday for Grey Cup and well, we're playing a game. Hello. Laura, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So we need to touch bit. Did you watch the video we sent you? Uh, I feel like I did, but now I don't remember. When did you send it? <laughs> Jimmy emailed you uh, a link. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so go go watch the video because that'll give you a uh, a really good idea of what the, what the game is that we're doing. Musical dildos, okay? Okay. Okay, because we need to set up the probably the pool table in the back. And then here's the other thing. Um, do we need to bring a DJ with us? Because we have to have somebody to control the music. Because we have a guy that's coming down that's a DJ that can jump in there for the game. Yeah, are you talking about Chad? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I mean, I can probably have a, uh, somebody there to do it. So Martin and Kirsten will be there anyway. Martin usually does a lot of that stuff. Okay, cool. Okay, okay cool. Perfect. Good, good. I just know that Chad was going to come, and he he's a DJ. So uh, if you yeah. didn't have a DJ on hand, because a lot of times you guys just spin tunes in the back, right? We need somebody yeah, to right. actually take control and 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 stop the music and uh, clear. <laughs> you yeah, good? yeah. You good? Okay. Um, okay. So here's the other thing. Um, do you have any prizing? Anything we can give away? We got some stuff on our end. Yeah, 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 we do, definitely. Maybe I'm a... not sure. I got to go look at exactly what I have in the back. Okay, perfect. But um, we kind of were waiting. So with Grey Cup, because they don't know who the teams were till what, yesterday, right? Yeah, it's Winnipeg and Toronto. Yeah, um, they, they'll bring the prizing to me this week. So. Okay. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, we've got some Elks stuff and um, some Molson Canadian stuff as well, and then some uh, cruise and locker room swag. So we'll have some. I want to play the game twice. I want to play yeah. it in halftime, and then I want to play it at the end of the of the game as well. Okay. If that's okay with yeah. you. Are you cool with oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure we touch base. We're going to be there on Sunday. I know. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. So, um, any food specials you want to mention quickly? Free chili. Ooh. So we do. Yeah, we have free chili and chips. Okay. Um, we have Battle River Brewery coming to do free beer sampling. Nice. Yeah, prizing. Um, yeah, all kinds. Of, it's going to be a great day. Like and, a really good day. And musical dildos. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It'll be fun. Uh, oh, and I'll need a mic too, so yeah. so I can. Be loud. That's you no need problem. a mic? I, do. To be I don't loud. think you do need a mic. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laura. We'll see you. Game starts at 4. We'll probably be down an hour or so earlier. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. 
And and if you have any questions, you need anything from us on our end, just give me a shout or send me a quick text, and then we okay, can we, we can hammer out the details. All right, looking forward right. to it, Laura. We'll see you on uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Okay, talk to you after. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.